Howdy ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from at Noel Hernandez. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA hit TV show Monk right here each week. And we're going to do so while eating a little bit of junk. So, Candace has been keeping her junk, or our junk, a little bit of a secret. Well, it's not a super secret. It's from the baby shower. So remember mm-hmm. at the end of last week's episode, I was headed to the baby shower. Okay, well, I confiscated some little items for mm-hmm. us. So we have Oreo balls. This is all a week old, by the way. <laughs> it's been sitting in the fridge. And some macaroons. Macaroons? Yes, which we'll get into during junk time. But I've never tried macaroons before. It's macaroons. It's macaroons. You see, I don't know what I'm talking about. Mac- macaroons. I thought it was <laughs> French. Macaroons. Yeah, but you don't say it like that. It's How would macar- you say it in French? Macaroon. Oh. Macaroon. Ma- macaron. Like a croissant. <laughs> Macroissant. <laughs> yeah, I got some macroissants. <laughs> okay. Also, you must know I've seen every episode of Muck. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I have seen seasons one and two, and those we've done on the show, and a few scattered here and there in different seasons. So, if you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. Here's what happened. All right, this is Mr. Monk and the Magician, Season 7, Episode 15. So here's what happened. In the opening scene, we see Magician, the Great Torini, meeting with some drug lords overseas who are asking him to help deliver heroin to the streets of San Francisco. He obliges, and next we see Kevin Dorfman, Torini's personal CPA, discovering some inconsistencies in the numbers. Torini assures Kevin it's no big deal and asks him to forget all about it. He does, however, ask him to fill in for his Saturday night show as he is going to Reno to ask his assistant, Tanya, to marry him. An excited Kevin begins practicing for Natalie and Monk and even invites them to the show. After Kevin's terrible performance, he heads backstage, but when he doesn't ever come back, Monk goes to search for him in his dressing room and finds him dead. Monk quickly pegs Torini as the guy, but his alibi, a pre-show phone call from Reno, is airtight. Monk does figure out the why when he realizes that the hidden storage compartments and the magic equipment would be a great way to smuggle drugs. He gets his confirmation during a trick on stage after using a drug swab inside the box. After Monk confronts the magician in front of his audience, he makes him disappear into the basement with the assistant, Tanya. It's there that Monk sees the how, a phone line extension. Turns out that Torini and Tanya had in fact gone to Reno, but Torini made sure to be seen and then headed back to Kevin's show. Tanya called the theater on the line from Reno, and Torini picked up the basement extension to appear he was in Reno all along as he announced his engagement to the team. The rest of the gang is able to find Monk just in time, and it's Abracadorfman for the great Torini. Mm, I liked whenever she said Abracadorfman. Yeah. Oh, she said Abracadorfman, you son of a... And then she's honest. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that was Mr. Monk and the Magician. Uh, Candace... What did you like about this episode? That was a great first like that you said there. Mm-hmm. But let's see what I have. Return of Kevin. Woo-hoo. Yep. Or Abracadorfman, right? His <laughs> magic show was horrendous. It was so bad. It was so, so bad. It was so much worse whenever there were so many people there. Because oh, I didn't think it was that bad when he was with Natalie and Monk. 
and then there was a ton of people, and oh, it was so bad. It was just so bad. He was like, Natalie, there are two dead doves on that stage. I thought there was three. I think there was three. <laughs> three dead That's doves. That's even worse. Yeah. It was so funny. Uh, he killed the three doves, yeah, and then uh, his head is bleeding, like, during his act, and you don't know why. What? You, did you yeah, realize that? He had a big no. gash on his forehead. Obviously, some trick went wrong. Uh-huh. And he was bleeding from it. <laughs> and then the bunny, the one trick that he does right. And he's like, he's like, oh, the bunny in the box. And then he opens it. And he's like, ah. Oh, and everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, not too bad. Oh, yeah. And he's like, okay, thank you for coming to the show. And then his like pants start twitching around. <laughs> yeah. It's like, just ignore that. Uh, yeah, so the disappearing bunny. And then he gets caught in the line at the beginning. The... Oh, the black that black yeah. line or whatever, and then he's like getting wrapped up in it. So yeah, his <laughs> his show was absolutely terrible. So so bad. I just liked the idea of a magician drug dealer at the very beginning oh. when like he's talking to the guys in I forget where they are. Oh, uh, they're in Thailand. In Thailand, yeah, in Thailand yeah. when when he's talking to those guys in Thailand, and he's like they're like making a deal and he's doing these tricks. I'm like getting excited. Yeah. I'm like oh my gosh, this mm-hmm. is cool. It's gonna be a good episode. Yep. I really like that. Um, I have Kevin's funeral. It's hereditary, they said. So first <laughs> it's <a> dominant trait. <laughs> oh my gosh, yes, it's a dominant trait. So first you see the guy and he he looks very similar to Kevin. He's probably his cousin or his uncle or something. Yeah. And he's like, you know, Kevin, he helped me clean out my gutters. Except for the garage. We didn't have gutters in the garage. <laughs> we do now, but we didn't have them back then. And he just keeps going on and he's on like, about... like, we got him installed like three weeks ago. And he's, he's just talking about yeah, his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> he got him installed a couple weeks ago. Speaking of, and then it like pans <laughs> over. And then Natalie and Monk are like, oh, wow, this is, you know, like you said, the dominant trait, right? And then the aunt walks up and they, it's really sincere and sweet. And they like give her a hug. And you're thinking like, oh, that's like... She this- touches Monk all over the face, too. Oh, she does? I didn't notice that. She's like... She, like, grabs his cheeks. Oh, I yeah. didn't notice that. Oh, yeah, because she was saying, like, I feel like I know you. I feel like your family. Because me and Kevin, that's our thing. We talk, you know, every single Sunday. Well, except for one. Oh, no, she's she's even more dramatic than that. Because she's like, we. I talk to him every single Sunday. Nope. I tell a lie. We missed a Sunday. <laughs> Twelve and a half years ago, I was on a... What did she say? She was on a cruise for her Mahjong group. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> And then they missed that Sunday, but they made up for it. When she got back, they talked twice. Once on Friday, once on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yes. And then there was that one time her telephone service cut out, but that was on a Tuesday. So that doesn't count against the Sundays. And Natalie's like, I just forgot. I'm thirsty. She's like, you forgot you were thirsty? She's like, yeah. It's been so busy, everything going on. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, and then the, the photoshopped picture of Kevin and Monk's like, oh, that's a great photo. And she's like, Natalie's like, yeah, I, I, I searched for hours to find one where he wasn't talking. And he's like, oh, well, you got a good one. She's like, yeah, I had to Photoshop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, it's so good. I liked Africa Dorfman in general. It was so, it was yeah. creative. That was, okay. Africa Dorfman. That is a little bit of a dislike. Not the Africa Dorfman. Really? It's not the Africa Dorfman part, but it, it goes into my dislike in. Is that why they killed him off? Like, what do you they mean? thought, like, oh, Africa Dorfman would be so clever. Like, oh, like, like, oh my gosh, guys, you know, there's, we, we need to kill someone. 
And it's like, but Abracadorfman, like, is that what you're saying? Yeah, or something like that. Some, yeah. That, it's like one of those jokes that fits so perfectly. You're like, how did they come up with that joke after they, they cast Kevin to be killed? Yeah, as if they centered it. it around Abracadorfman. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm sure that's not how it happened. Yeah. I know writers are, like, so creative that, you know, they probably were going to kill Kevin off. And like, okay, oh my gosh, Abracadorfman, that's great. You yeah. know what I mean? It probably happened like that, but it just seems like... That, that's something a normal person would come up with and then be like, yeah, let's center the whole episode around that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so um, let's see what else. Okay, I put halfway decent Torini. You remember Kevin says that because he says, um, I think he said it at the beginning. He's like, wow, because I don't know what Torini's saying to him, but Kevin is like, oh, he's like, you're definitely the greatest Torini I've ever seen. Well, I haven't even seen any other Torini, so I wouldn't know if they were like halfway decent Torinis or anything. <laughs> so I put halfway decent Torini because obviously we don't like him mm-hmm. because he kills Kevin and he's a murderer <laughs> and he's, you know, cocky and everything. But he was a great criminal. I and a magician. Loved Oh, and a great magician. Yeah. Yes. So I thought he was a great criminal. It was uh, it was so good cuz like magic and magician stuff, they're like inherently deceptive. Yeah. So that going with the mystery is perfect. And it was, I thought he was just such a good foe for Monk. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, the magic tricks. Do you have anything about that or? No. No? Mm -mm. Okay. So I didn't list them all, but I was impressed by all of them. Even though it's obviously like Mm -hmm. fake, you know, whatever. But the newspaper, he has the newspaper that he rips up. Oh, and yeah. then he walks over and he's, it's all ripped up in his hand and then he boom and folds it out and he's like, oh, how's the weather? Uh-huh. And it was, that was really good. And then he just kept doing like disappearing acts. Like uh-huh. whenever he like, when they first got into his like layer or whatever that was, yeah. they have the smoke. And oh yeah, he's become, behind them. And they're like, how'd you do that? And it's like, well, obvious he wasn't over there, but he yeah. Walked, he walked behind them. <laughs> but that's like deception and that's like the whole thing. The dress trick. Uh-huh. I was super impressed with that one. That was sick. What the, that doesn't even make sense. I know. It was. I it was feel a like I, trick. I feel like I know how they do that. That had to have been a camera trick. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. These all were because the guy's an actor. He's not a magician. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But but like but like you can't do that in real life. There's no way. That's not a real thing. You can. Yeah. You can. I think I know. I think I know how they do it. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about that later. But also, um, the watch trick at the very beginning with the drug lords. And the guy has the gun in his mm. face and he's like, give him back his watch. And then he's like, why don't you ask him? Mm-hmm. And then the guy's like, oh, and just like on his hand and he yeah. takes it off and puts it and he puts it on the gun or whatever. That was good. And then the, the sugar, when he puts the sugar in his drink and you know, oh, he yeah. puts it in his hand and then he pours it into the other. Oh my gosh. Every, every single time, every, every trick I was like mesmerized and then you know like natalie and monk can't even like enjoy it because they're all pissed off yeah and i'm like i I liked uh the one where he's like you know what i might as well confess you know what i'll write it down and he writes it down and he gives it to monk and then it goes up in flames that was sick yeah that was probably the coolest one kevin being worried about the people watching the show when it's only natalie and monk he's like get in the box monk people are watching you're gonna ruin their nights, <laughs> you know. Whenever he's he's practicing with oh, Natalie, yeah, Monk. yeah, 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 he's practicing. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you're gonna ruin their night. Come on, Monk. Come on, because Monk's he's like, I'm yeah. not gonna get into that. Uh-huh. He's like, he's, he's super like sad for everyone in the audience, and there's nobody there. Oh <laughs> yeah, that I think that's in a different section. But I have, <laughs> I have a go Natalie. She totally confronts Torini, which is the part I was just talking about. 
where they're in the lair and the guy's just trying to impress them with magic tricks. And he's like, oh, tough crowd. And then he starts getting cocky because I think Monk says, no, I, I saw you at the place. Like, I know I saw you. And then so the guy knows Monk is right. So he starts getting defensive and getting mad. And he's like, you know, and, and that's when he does the confession thing and then it poofs into his hand and then they get pissed. And Natalie confronts him and he's like, he, uh, he was our friend. He had his whole life ahead of him. He was the kindest, sweetest man I know. And this man, Adrian Monk, was a, is the best detective in the world. And he's going to figure out how you did it. And Monk is like holding her back. Yeah. Like he's trying to like push her back. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, go Natalie, get him Natalie. She yeah. was sticking up for Kevin so she, much. Yeah, she's snapped. It was so awesome. sweet. Um, I liked whatever the uh, assistant, you know, the girl, what's her name? Tanya. Tanya. She's like, they get into this weird layer thing, mm-hmm. and um, they're looking at these bunnies, and, and they're, he, he, I forget if it comes first or after, but they're looking at the bunnies, and Natalie's trying to touch them, and then he was like, Natalie! And she was like, it's okay, she can touch them. And he's like, no, she cannot. <laughs> And they, what is he? Because she's like, oh, we breed them. Like, we breed them ourselves. Yeah. And he's like, wait, they breed in here, in this room. <laughs> what the? Like, we have to get out of here. He's like, you, do you never just, like, cover them up so you can't see them? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was funny. Um, I also liked her. I didn't write that down, but I liked that she had a conscience. Yeah. Good for her. She was very both-sided. Yeah. I well, I mean, she was both-sided, but she, she was... Helping him. Well, yeah, she did help him murder someone, so that's pretty bad. But then she, when she had to murder someone herself. So I guess she's not that good of a person. But anyway. Yeah, all right. what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot that she helped him mm-hmm. kill Kevin. Yeah. So I, I didn't think of it that way. But anyways. um, Oh, when Monk figures it out, he confronts Torini also. Because he's in the box on stage. And that was great, too, when Monk is inside the box and he's like, do it for Kevin, do it for Kevin, do it for Kevin. And then he takes the drug swab and swabs the thing for the heroin and it comes up positive. And then he sticks it out of the hole and Torini's face is like, what is that? He's like, it's a drug test. This box has heroin in it. And then uh, (laughs) then, this is the part that I liked. He's like, you smuggled drugs into this country here's what happened and the guy's like <laughs> and shuts the hole in his face and he's like did i happen to mention that the box makes people a little kooky or something i don't know does he have an accent or no yeah he, he does. does right he that he just does. wasn't a good one um <laughs> but i was like it doesn't sound like him but anyway so i love how he slams the door in his face but obviously he's doing that because he totally rattled him like the uh-huh, whole time he's yeah. been so cocky oh i forgot to mention this part where he's levitating Remember, he's levitating on his chair, and Natalie's, like, yelling at him, like, you know, Kevin Dorfman was a great man, blah, blah, blah. And then Torini is, like, levitating off his chair, and he's like, that's my favorite look, the look of... I don't remember. The look of confusion when they can't figure out how I did it. He says that before she says all that. I love this part. Yeah. The look on their face. They can't figure it out. This isn't a trick. Yeah. But he's not, he's not levitating. Levitating right there. What the crap? Oh my god. He's levitating. And Mook's trying to figure it out, yeah. I did not notice yeah. that. I was too nice. focused on Natalie. Yeah. 
No, yeah, that's the whole thing. Because he keeps out. messing with them. Uh-huh. And so she gets mad, yeah. Uh, do you have any more likes or no? Um, no, I don't. I think you took, like, all of them. Oh. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. Um, well, why don't, if you have lots of likes. Oh, oh, my next like is Kevin talking too much on his video, Will. Yep. I love that. That's my last thing. Whenever he's uh, he's dead and he's he's on his will and then Natalie and Monk try to get annoyed and then she's like, do you want me to skip it? And Monk's like, no. That's so sad. I wrote it down. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> he goes, it's like, I'm Kevin Dorfman. If you're watching this, <laughs> I'm dead. Or it's me watching it back. Or I lent it to you by mistake. I put it in the wrong sleeve. Or you could be Phil, who's editing this. Or if Phil is sick, it could be his assistant, Craig. Is it Craig or is it Greg? <laughs> it's, it's, it's Greg. I'm, uh, it's not Craig. It's Greg. I'm so sorry I messed up your name. <laughs> Craig left two years ago. Yeah. To get his real estate license. <laughs> or I don't know if it was a real estate license, but it was some kind of license. It was, what, it was a licenses. Licenses? Licensees? <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> so we went from... I'm Kevin. This is my will to who's watching it. Phil, Phil's assistant, not his actual assistant, his <laughs> assistant that left two years ago and who, what he's going to go get a real estate license. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is crazy. And then my, my other thing I didn't say was Abercadorfman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I put that too. You, Wait, oh my God. We have the same, same exact likes. likes. No, I'm not even joking. The, the bunnies? bunnies? No, yeah, I didn't. I knew that. it. I'm better than you. Okay. <laughs> All Can't right. This... So we zipped through those because yeah. we had the same exact ones. I know. Oh, uh, what did you? Oh my god, I have like zero. Okay. Well, how... Since I took all of your likes, why don't you just dis... tell me what your dislikes were, and I won't repeat them. Okay. Okay. Um, at the beginning, ugh, dang it, my first one's not even a dislike. I was confused <laughs> because I didn't know if it was Kevin Dorfman or not, but it was because I didn't know if it was the actual actor for him. But it was. Oh. He just shaved his head or something. I don't know. There's something different about him. So my first dislike is Kevin dying. Yep. Which is pretty obvious. And then my second dislike is him, me knowing that Kevin was going to die. And it was it being painfully obvious. Okay. Did you not notice? Okay, okay. I did. But the first time that it happened, well, I mean, the first time it happened, like it happened multiple times. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I had no clue. And then Kevin was dead, and I was like, what? Are you kidding me? But this no time, because well, I knew Kevin was going to die, because I'd seen it before. Aww. So when I watched it back, I was like, that was pretty obvious that he was going to kill Kevin. I wonder if Noah thought that. Yeah, it was super But obvious. you did, so. He's like, I found out you were smuggling things. Oh, really? Cool. Don't forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. Don't tell anyone. It's like, well, duh, he's going to die. Um, I think I have one more. Um, okay. Let me see if oh! I Okay. Monk at the very end, whenever, um, the, Tanya, the assistant, is trying to save Monk, and she's the key in his, in her mouth. Yeah. And it's so cringy. She's the key in her mouth, and she's, like, trying to kiss Monk, or not kiss him. Yeah. But, like, give it to him, like, from his mouth. Yeah. From her mouth to his mouth. And he just is, he closes his lips, and he's like, no. Yeah. He's just, no, I'm not having it. And then he put it on the floor. He like threw it on the floor. It's like, Pfft. yeah, yeah. And then, and then the magician guy found it or like saw Sees it because it, it was super obvious. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Oh, 
okay. And then, like, tries to kill her or something. Yeah, he tries to kill yeah. her. It's like, really, Monk? Are you kidding me? Like, I wouldn't want to do that, but don't throw it on the floor and get this girl killed, too. Yeah. It was definitely, like, cringy, but, like, I guess you can't blame the girl because she didn't... Well... No, that is a dislike. I did write it down. Why didn't the assistant just try to strangle Tarini? That's what she I, had, she had the wire like right around her, her neck, <laughs> and she's like, and you're like, oh, she's gonna kill him. And she's like, steps in front of Tarini yeah. and is like, goodbye, Mister Monk. <laughs> you're like, what the heck? Yes, that was a total dislike. Okay, I totally forgot that I wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I put in the very first scene. You mentioned this, like I said, I put in dislikes, but. Natalie and Kevin want Monk to get into the box. What's the point of that? They both know, know he's Natalie claustrophobic. Yeah, because he's like, and he volunteers, and he volunteers, and she's like, go, Mr. Monk, go on. And he's like, ah, uh, oh. no. And she's like, yeah, go on. I'm like, really, Natalie? Let's see, one out of the two of you is not claustrophobic. Why doesn't the person that's not claustrophobic <laughs> get in the box? And then, because they spend like, just get in the box. You're going to ruin everyone's night. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's like, mm-hmm. for one, there's nobody there. And for two, you both know how long it's going to take to get him in the box. And then he's going to have a freaking heart attack in there. So Mm -hmm. I did. I did not like that at all. Okay. Of course, I already said, why did they have to kill Kevin? But I I, I followed up with a like to say that it did make for this episode to be like a better storyline and like more important. Because it was like, you're you're emotionally invested because it has to do with Kevin. If it just had to do with somebody else, some random person, yeah. then... Which I guess you could have enjoyed the magic a little bit more. Because you wouldn't have cared, you know? Like yeah. how Natalie's like, I don't care about the magic because you killed my friend. So, double-edged sword there, but yes, why I did agree. they kill Kevin? And then, oh, the scene where Monk was so sad about Kevin. Like, he felt he felt bad because... Kevin was dead and he, Kevin annoyed him so much. And he's like, Natalie. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm upset about something. And she's like, what is it, Mr. Monk? He's like, he just annoyed me, drove me insane so bad. And sometimes whenever I would hear him coming, I would just turn off all the lights. (laughs) And then Natalie's like, yeah. Is this a dislike? Well, I didn't like that. Like, I felt bad that he felt bad about his friend who he, you know, he was feeling bad about that. Like he was like, he was grieving, but also like, he drove me insane. Yeah. <laughs> so like, he drove me crazy. Like where he felt that like feeling like that's kind of like, it sucks to feel that way about someone who's de- dead, you know? Uh-huh. Like I kind of didn't like them, mm-hmm. but I am sad they're dead, but I, yeah. I kind of, they drove me crazy. So I just felt bad for him for that. But Natalie's like, don't worry, Mr. Monk. Sometimes when I see your name on the caller ID, I just ignore it. Oh, yeah. And she's like, oh my God. Never so mind. <laughs> yeah. That was so bad. Oh, but then Monk is like, he's like, one time he talked for two and a half hours about how sore his throat was and how much it hurt him to talk. <laughs> I was like, that's good. <laughs> and then my last dislike is kind of, it's a dislike, but not really, kind of. No real substantial Stottlemyre or Randy action in this episode. But the not dislike about it is I kind of didn't notice until I wasn't writing anything about either of them. I didn't, I did not notice that entire time. Yeah. Until you said it. See? So I was like, Oh, we didn't get, I just, I just like when they're there. Uh You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't miss them if that makes sense, but I like when they're there. So I just put that down. So I agree. All right. 
He's the guy. All right. Do you have any he's the guys? Nope. But I do recognize that guy. The magician guy. Yeah. Where is he from? Honestly, I looked up his credits and he wasn't in a ton of things that I recognized. His name is Steve Valentine. Of course, he played the great Torini. He was on an episode of Modern Family, Psych, Wizards of Waverly Place, House, and I know him from Will and Grace. What's his name? Steve Valentine. You know him from Will and Grace? Yeah. No way. Mm-hmm. That's like the... Well, he was in one episode. I'll explain. Oh, uh, he was in Teen Beach Movie. In what? I, I recognize him from Teen Beach Movie. Oh, Teen Beach Movie. I thought you were saying Teenage Movie. I was yeah. like, what? Teen Beach Movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's he's the bad guy in it. Oh, okay. And Teen Beach Movie too. So. And Teen Beach Movie Sneak Peek. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> sneak Peek. And Teen Beach Movie After Party. And Teen Beach, <laughs> Beach Movie 3. Teen Beach Movie 4. <laughs> what is Teen Beach Movie? Is it like a crappy movie? Whoa, whoa. You Sounds... don't know Teen Beach Movie? Does it sound like that's their target audience is me? No. Probably I teens am... on the beach. Teen Beach Movie. It's with Ross Lynch. Marissa Lynch? What? Ross Lynch? I don't know who that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's a classic. And none, Jordan Fisher. None of these people look cool. Jordan Fisher also does not look cool. He looks sick, super cool. It's in like the 80s. Or not the 80s. I forget what time it is. The 60s. The 60s, yeah. That's what it looks like, 60s, yeah. Yeah, because it's greasers versus like... Oh, yeah. That's kind of the team beaches. 50s, but yeah. Yeah, it's 50s. That's what it is. Yeah. And um, it's about this. It's not important. (laughs) Is it a crappy movie? Or it's no. It's it's just a Disney Channel movie. Oh. That's like it's it's a very classic like show for a kid my age or like older. Oh, okay. Like we all watch it when we were children. Okay, well, I was going to tell a Will and Grace story. I'll I know. tell my Teen Beach movie story. Okay. Okay, so it's about this kid. His name is... It doesn't matter. But his girlfriend is going to school somewhere. She's going to some fancy school away from him, and he's sad, and it's like the last day they have together. But there's this big wave that's coming in, this huge wave, and they're like... He's like, because they're surfers, he's like, oh, we'll never get another wave like this again. And then she's like, fine. And so on their last day together, they go out of the, into the, the, the waves and they surf and then they go underwater and then they come back out and their hair is dry. And they're like, oh. what? And, and, and this kid, the, the main kid, really likes old movies and, and they have like this fancy surfboard or like magic surfboard or something i don't know but they're in the 50s now they're in a movie uh-huh. they're in a 50s movie oh, so they're, they're, in a, oh. they're in a musical oh god and <laughs> he wants to be in the musical so she won't leave and she does not want to be in the musical because she does not like the musicals Ew. and so i forget the song and it's like me and me and I, to to bet tobias says <laughs> tobias said <it's> terrible <laughs> we we always sing the song and it's like oh Oh my god, I forget how it goes. It's so good, but it's not. <laughs> it's like it's 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 like high school musical where it's like a classic but it's horrible. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, it's, high it's school musical is not horrible, but it's not horrible. <laughs> like, but watch it, buddy. <laughs> it's it's all right, but 
Yeah, there's this. I honestly, I've heard of Teen Beach Movie, but when did the first one come out? Like a long time. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Super long. Well, because when you said that, I thought I knew what that was, but then I thought, well, there's no way Noah knows what that is. But I didn't really, I don't really know what it is, but I heard of it. It's from 2013. Oh yeah, I was in college. How did I know what that was then? (laughs) I did. I've heard. I've heard of it, but. It's really good. It sounds. It actually sounds really good, and I liked that plot. It's, that was cute. Uh, there's this, because like everyone like my age knows the like choreography to all the things. They're oh. like, because like, it's super like iconic, and they're like dancing, uh-huh. and everyone knows it, and it's so funny, and everyone knows all the songs. So too. how does the how does Steve Valentine fit into it? Okay, he doesn't actually fit into it that well because <sighs> here's the thing. That this is my least favorite part of the entire movie. For some reason, there's villains. There's uh-uh. just two villains, and the ones he's the skinny guy, and the one there's one fat guy, uh-huh. and um, they're just there for no reason, and I always I'm like why, mm-hmm. and they're they're like trying to sab- sabotage like the surfers or something, and like they're trying to make a really really bad storm, and it's like it's not useful, but he's super recognizable in that movie. Oh okay, huh. so yeah, interesting. I, that, that was a huge tangent, but yeah. Okay, well, Teen that's Beach what he's movie. the guy's for. If, yeah. Maybe if somebody out there wants to watch Teen Beach Movie, it's one, two, and three, I, I after would... party, sequel, and prequel. <laughs> There's only then, two. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you're disappointed like I am. There's only one and two. There's only two, and the second one is about... Do they recast everybody's totally different people? Or oh, is it all no. the same people? The second one is the same people, but instead oh. of going into the 50s world... The 50s people go into their world. And they're super like... Whoa, that's a twist. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty what? crazy. Interesting. Okay. It's sick. It's uh, The second ones are probably better. But the first one is like... it's I forget the song, but it's so good. It's like... It's like this girl, she's singing. She's like, can we stop singing? And he's like, no. And they're just like going through this entire movie. And like he knows everything because he's watched this movie a million times. Because uh-huh. it's a movie that he watches. And he's like, he knows all the steps and everything. And he's part of it. And it's so good. And she hates it. And he's Aww. like, come on. Let's have some fun. It's, it's okay. It sounds cute though. Yeah, I know. It sounds cute. Okay, this he's on this episode of Will and Grace. And I like I get what you're saying. Because like, he's a very recognizable person. Like mm-hmm. super recognizable. I will say though, I got him mixed up with the vampire mm-hmm. from, yeah, the vampire from, what, what episode? The one with the oh, 100th episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> she was very delectable. <laughs> yeah. Okay, God, I did get him mixed up, but he's still super recognizable. And it's this episode of Will and Grace. Will and Grace have these old, boring friends named Rob and Ellen. And then they meet these new ager people, which is Steve Valentine and his girlfriend. And they're mm-hmm. real goth and they dress in black and everything. And, but they they don't want to tell Rob and Ellen that they have new friends. They've been partying like every night with them. And Will and Grace are kind of older, like 30s. Yeah. So they kind of can't keep up with these guys. And so it's one of those kind of stories. But I just remember the funny line was their, Rob and Ellen show up to their apartment, I think, because they told them they were sick. Yeah. And so they're trying to, they're doing the whole like trying to keep them away from each other, the two couples. Mm-hmm. And they get Rob and Ellen out of the door and Ellen's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Can I go to the bathroom? And Will's like, uh, sure, go, go to Grace's apartment. And he's like, Rob, go with her. And he's like, to the bathroom? And he's like, yeah, uh-huh. man, come on. And he's like, okay. So he goes with his wife to the bathroom. <laughs> And then they do this whole switcheroo thing, and then he finally gets Robin Ellen like out back the other way, crisscross. And then Steve Valentine and his girlfriend, they're like, 
oh, we're going to, like, he's like, okay, you go down and catch a cab. And he's like, oh, but my, he's British or whatever. He's like, she's got to go to the bathroom, the loo or whatever. And he's like, okay, well, then you go down and get the cab. And he's like, well, man, I got to go with her. (laughs) (laughs) It's so stupid. That's like the joke that I remember him from. I don't know why, but it's so funny. He's like, why can't you not go with her? He's like, I got to go with her to the bathroom. (laughs) That's funny. So, okay. And then my other person is Caroline Aaron. Who played Sheila Dorfman, the aunt. Okay, I knew I recognized her. I was like, oh man, I recognize her from something. She is Shirley Maisel on The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. With Tony Shalhoub. Never seen it. Still haven't. I probably will watch it. Someday. Yeah. It's a pretty adult show. I mean like... Is it boring? No, it's not boring. I mean, I I love Miss Maisel. What is it even about? Okay, Mrs. Maisel, at the very first episode, spoilers if you don't want to know what the first episode is about or what the whole premise of the show is about, she finds out her husband's cheating on her. Actually, her husband walks in and says, I'm leaving you. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I like somebody else. Or I'm in love with somebody else or whatever. And she's like, what the heck? And he's like, no, I'm leaving. And he like, he wants his like, his lifelong dream is to be a comedian. And then it turns out like, she's the funny one. And so she gets like drunk. Mm-hmm. She goes to an open mic night and starts telling jokes. She's really just telling her life story. Like my husband just left me. Like, no, literally like 45 minutes ago, he left me and everyone's like, oh, ha laughing. So she does this whole big set and oh, the no. girl at the bar, the lady at the bar is like, She's my comedian. And the girl, the lady Aww. who was at the bar, she wants to be an agent. And so she gets Aww. Miss... And her her, her name is Midge Maisel. That's her husband's name. So she actually, like, divorces her husband and keeps his name. And so he's like, and you're using my name? But oh my God. Yeah, so she's the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's, like, her stage name. Aww. Yeah, and then so it's, it's actually really interesting. But, like I said, he keeps her name, so... Shirley Maisel is actually her ex-mother-in-law. And she's... And and she's friends with... She's actually... They're actually friends with, like, her parents, right? Because Tony Shalhoub is her father. Oh. Is Mrs. Maisel's father. Okay. So they're they're friends. I think they're all Jewish. So, like, they're, they're Jewish. They're Jewish. And then so they're, like, this big, like... I think they're Jewish all Jewish. Family. But Shir- Shirley Maisel and the... That, they're super, like, Jewish. It's really... They're really funny. But it's a, it's a really good show. But she, yeah. If anyone, I'm sure a lot of people watch Maisel because that's of Tony. A, that's a good premise. I love yes. that. Yes. That's good. It, it, it's a really good show. It's very clever. You have no clue what the show's about or where it's going. Because uh-huh. I never wanted to watch it. I thought it was like just set in the 50s. Like, I don't know. I don't know what down I thought Abby. it was. I don't know. That's the 20s. But yeah. Frank down, Abby. <laughs> okay. I'm done with He's the Guy though. So. I am also done with He's the Guy because I never had anything to start He's the Guy with. Oh, okay. Did we just talk about one guy the entire time? No, we talked about Shirley Maisel just now. Yeah, but what was she in? Who was she? Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Who was she? Are you going to make me repeat everything I just said? Karen. Oh, the the. Oh, Caroline Aaron. Yeah. Oh, in the show, she's the the wife who's like, wait, I tell a lie. We talked in the Mahjong group. Yeah, that one. Okay. All right, next is... Junk time. Welcome back to my road. I'm in the near zone. That again, really? <laughs> okay, fine. I didn't do a good one last time, so I'll do a good one. Welcome back to my free time and yours in the show where me and Candace eat junk and I eat junk. Okay. That was better. <laughs> well, it was better, to be fair. Okay, I'm going to try a macaroon. Macaroon? Macaroon. Just eat it. <laughs> macaroon. Macaroon. Did you not eat, try one? 
It's like dry, but not dry. It's weird. This one's good. That's okay. <laughs> hmm. Are oh, they all like that? I had like 50 of those. Because look, that cool. is different than that. Yeah. I'll eat this one. I wanted to see if it tasted different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Split it with me. Split it with me because oh, they all have different centers. It. This one has chocolate in it. That one's white and this one is... Oh, this one's like marshmallowy. Yeah. Kind of. That's not bad. I just like a marshmallow. It definitely is different though. It mm. tastes different than that. What? What is that? We don't know what that is. There's another like... Didn't you eat it? Yeah, I have no clue what it is. Taste it. It's super weird. Whoa. I thought it was peppermint. It looks like almost like a big giant Hershey's Kisses, like the shape of that, but it's just solid white. Like it's made out of icing or is it like wafer? Yeah, it's like wafer. But it looks like a big drop of sour cream. Yeah, that's a that's better. I don't taste bad. Those macaroons did not taste bad. Wow, we changed each other's minds. I don't like those and you don't like that. Wow. I already tasted the Oreo truffles and they're dang good. Mm-hmm. So Okay, do you know any magic tricks? Yeah, I know, and I can do it right now. Really? Cool, okay. For the fans? For the audience? Oh. <laughs> you don't have one? No. I was, I was meant to say, I was meant, I was meant for you to say, whenever you said, really? I was supposed to say no, and then I said, yeah, and then I was like, crap. <laughs> Golly. Oh my gosh, what a disappointment. I'm sorry. I do know... A few magic tricks, but they're card tricks. Like Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was have, lame. <laughs> well, have I done have I done them on you before? Probably not. I should have brought my cards. But yeah. nobody can see though. What the crap? Oh yeah. That's true. That's, yeah, nobody can see. Um Okay, what about this? Do you know how they do any of those tricks? No idea. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like the like the zigzag box, how do they do that? If anyone knows, send me zigzag some info. box does not exist. Well, I mean during the zigzag no, box, no, those exist. Those it exist. showed it showed it showed inside of Monk's perspective during the zigzag box. Yeah, thing and it was his body was there. Well, obviously because they didn't chop him in half. Well, I know. But like, yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like his body was there. He was looking down. And I would think this because obviously they can't do anything they want whenever they have an assistant because the assistant knows how it's done. If the assistant has to go through a trap door, sit in a box, you know, a certain way or whatever to make it appear that they're, they're missing, then they can do that. But I don't understand how they get volunteers to get in a box and then their head is floating there and their feet are there, but there's emptiness in their midsections. How the heck... Do you do that? Yeah. On the... And then also, like, I, I, I should ask this first, but would you like to know how they do magic tricks? Or do you like how Natalie is like, no, Mr. Monk, don't like tell me. Knowing. Like, it'll ruin the illusion. I, I wouldn't like to know how every single magic trick is done. I feel like if, I, if someone told me a, a big one, how do you do this? I'd be like, okay. Because, like, when you don't know how to do anything, you know, you're like, I don't get it. I don't understand. And it's so much, like, bigger and, like, mystical than you are. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, oh, that's how they do that? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. then it kind of, it takes away, like, yeah, it takes away the illusion. Lame, yeah. yeah. Natalie's right. I agree with Natalie now. 
I'm watching this thing. It says, cutting a woman in half gone wrong. What? Inside it. And for some reason, go. Okay, go we're watching a video called. I won't go sideways. Cutting a woman in half gone wrong. Okay, we okay we just watched. It was kind of a spoofy one though, where it was Penn and Teller on uh, America's Got Talent. Do you know who those are? Who Penn and Teller? Yeah, they're famous magicians. I did not know that. Oh yeah, Penn and Teller, and they were on. That was America's Got Talent, right? And they were basically showing how a trick is done, but then like ending it with their own gag where they actually they accidentally saw the lady in half and blood goes everywhere. So it was it was a different. Well, kind of video, but if that's how they did the trick, they basically are hiding this woman. They're making like the table depth look different. Like you think she's up on this table, but really she's kind of sunken in under the table. So whenever they saw her in half, but how did they pull the box apart? How did they pull the? I don't know. I don't know I'm how they pulled so the box confident. apart. Oh my god! I was like, oh yeah, that's how they did it, and they. Pulled it away, and they're like, they're like, this is how we did it. And I was like, oh. And then they cut her in half. And I was like, whoa. Because they didn't obviously actually cut her in half. So now you're left with another question. Okay. <laughs> so that was it, was, it was kind of educational, though. It was in the sense of, like, they showed you, like, the false wall. How regular. How it, how it looked. It was deceiving. However, again, that would have to be done with a, an assistant, not a person. Not a volunteer, because the volunteer would know the trick. But wouldn't that go for any magic trick? If you ask for a volunteer to, like, get into your contra- contraption that's totally rigged, you would figure out how to do it. That's dumb. You just would. Because you'd be like, they'd be like, what happened to your midsection when you yeah. were on stage? And you're like, nothing. Or I don't know. Maybe they'd be like, I don't know. What did it look like? Or, you yeah. know, I don't know. That's crazy, though. Yeah. So, I actually have been to a magic show. Have you been to a magic show before? No. Okay, I've been to a magic show. Look up on YouTube. Illusionist Alex Ramon. A few years ago, we went to Lake Tahoe on vacation and we went to an illusionist show. His name is Alex Ramon. It was a fantastic show. It was mind-blowing. I honestly can't remember all the tricks that he did, but there was one trick that we remember so well and it was that he went out to the audience and he asked three different strangers, audience members, for their wedding rings. And he, you know, he inspected them. He looked at them. He asked, like, this is your wedding ring, right? Like, this is your wedding ring, okay? All right, it doesn't have any holes in it, doesn't whatever. He sticks it in a wine glass from three different strangers. And then he swirls them around and they're connected. All three rings are connected from these total strangers. And so they're like, oh, what the heck? You know, everyone's like, holy crap. And then he goes back to the strangers and he's like, can you like get the rings out? And he, they get the rings out and they inspect them and they pull them apart. And then they're like freaking out. Like that's my wedding ring. Why? Like get, like get it back. You know, like they're not freaking out. Like, Oh my God, get it back. They're just like, what the heck? Yeah. How, Yeah. what the heck? You know, like, so you're thinking like, this is totally real. Like there are people, cause it, they could be plants. They could totally be plants in the audience, but you're thinking as an audience member, someone the table right next to you and another table across the way and another table across the way. It's like, those people are like real people. And he like swirls the cup and then he swirls it again and blows on it and they all come apart whatever. That's so weird. So I wanted to see if we could find that video. That exact one? Well, that's the one that Toby said was on YouTube. 
There's a ton of it on YouTube. It was actually to the others, and a nice loud voice please say yes. No way. Is that not crazy? Look, we see how normal these people are, though? Like, that lady's normal. That was alright. I know that it's... But when you say... If you've never been to a magic show... Because that's the thing is... Anything that you see on camera... Is, you could easily be faked. Yeah, it could be faked, whatever. It's like... But I, I was in person and I saw that trick. And so, again, like... Unless those three audience members were in on it... You know, but it it was like, you're like, no way. Because he like does that. He walks into the crowd and like walks by you and you see them. And you saw three different people put rings in the thing and shake them around. What if it was like those three people are, what, did you recognize them? It was like, wait a minute. She was when I was there. Yeah. Well, same three people with the same rings. Yeah. I, I just, I personally cannot imagine my wedding band linked to somebody else's ring and being like yes that's my ring you know what i mean like that would be like such a scary like exciting feeling like what the heck yeah 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 so okay well magic time is over time to move on to plot holes all right candace okay do you have any plot holes i actually barely have any i only have one you're welcome and you took it now that i look at it Okay, well then say it so I don't say it. The random phone in the basement. The random... Oh, I said it a long time ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, this isn't a super plot hole, but... The next one is a recall to Monk Getting Buried Alive, which you haven't seen that episode. I do remember that. And there's another call, uh, another callback to the eager Miss Teager. The eager... What is that from? What is that from? Dale the Whale. Oh, yeah. The Eager Miss Tiga. I knew it. I recognize that. The Eager Miss Tiga. That's funny. And then I only have one more plot hole. It's kind of a two-parter, but they absolutely would not let Tarini leave after making Monk disappear. Oh, yeah. They're like, he's like, talk to my lawyer. And they're like, okay. (laughs) He just leaves. Yeah. they wouldn't, and then this is again, there's like a part A and part B, but they would never leave without finding Monk. Like, they wouldn't let him leave, they would never leave. And then my part B is they wouldn't check the trap door at the bottom first. Yeah, like he's like, This is the gimmick, this is how it works. I'm just as surprised as you are. Yeah, and what? they didn't like go, Well, there's nothing underneath or on top. Yeah, like. You would be thinking a logical person way like, I'm not a magician. I don't know, but maybe he went on the bottom. Maybe somebody pulled him up from the top. And you start looking at those things. Not like, I don't know. I'm just as surprised as you are. Yeah. No. An, oh, oh, That's oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, actually, I have... And you... I, I talked about this with Toby. He couldn't debunk it, so maybe you can. Okay. Okay, I think this is even bigger than that one. Ready? Okay. I'm bracing for impact. Okay, so we know... Kevin Dorfman, at the very beginning, he walks up to Torini and says, hey, there's something wrong with your numbers here. Your numbers the, here. the suitcases don't match up. They were heavier on the way back. Yep. So this is when Torini realizes, oh, I've been caught. So then he says, actually, you know what? I want you to forget about it. What I really want you to do is fill in for me this Saturday magic show. So right then and there... He thought of the entire plan. Yes. I'm sure it was a disposable thing that he had in case anyone ever caught him. 
be like no that can't be yes true. that has to be true no maybe if if kevin ever caught him because you wouldn't ask any ran, random person you wouldn't ask any random accountant who figured out your numbers to fill in for you they're not all magicians kevin just happens to be a magician and so he thinks instantly in that moment actually you know what i'm gonna kill you so here's my plan. I am going to have you come here and I am, and he comes up with the plan with, he specifically says, I'm going to take Tanya to Reno and ask her to marry me. So he made that plan to go to Reno, do the switcheroo. It, Cause even if he didn't make it in that moment, he said his plans, his plan was to go to Reno. Yeah. Like he was putting that plan in motion. Is that not, is that not crazy to think he would come up with that, that fast? That's a good one. That's a really good one. Okay. The only logical explanation for that is that he had it disposable for anyone. Like, oh, you want to be a magician? But he was a smart guy as well. And he just was saving poor Tanya and keeping her on the line until he wanted to kill somebody one day. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to propose to my yeah. girlfriend today. This is the time. Yeah. All right. That was a lot of, that was a lot of planning in like 0. 0.2 seconds. I think it's not a bad one. I think it's pretty good. That's, no, that's a really good one. Okay. All right. So I'm done with plot holes. Short and sweet. Uh-huh. Ish. <laughs> How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy muff. Okay. Out of 10 what? Out of 10. <laughs> Wait a minute. Out of ten African dormants. <laughs> okay, that's the one that was my main one that uh -huh. I put. I was like, Noah's totally gonna say this, but in honor of Kevin, uh -huh. I'm gonna put it anyway. So I've got out of ten African dormants, out of ten trick knives, and out of ten dead doves. Trick knife. Yeah, the trick knife. I thought that was cool. Remember? Monk is it, it was a recall from uh, Ghost of the Theater. Oh yeah, what he's stabbing, yeah. Yeah, and then he stabs Natalie with in the, the back one. and with the real oh, the one. one. Yeah, it's <laughs> like ow, and he's like, "This one is real. Don't don't play with this one. That's good." Um, so yeah, and then the dead doves. Mm -hmm. I had to say that one. I thought that was cute. The three dead doves. And um, crazy moments. Do you have any? Well, the doy now. Oh, I thought it was a unspoken rule that you. Oh, okay. Well, that was not unspoken anymore, Candace. You ruined it. Oh, okay. What the heck? Okay, he... I thought this was a kind of a strange one. When they're at the funeral, he shakes hands with, I guess, Torini. And then he just starts wiping his hands all over Natalie. Instead of, like, a wipe. Because she didn't have one. She wasn't oh. giving it to him. Oh. Oh, that was one of my likes. What the frick? Oh, Monk's hand has a seizure because Natalie doesn't give him a wipe. Oh. And he's, <laughs> he's like... <laughs> did she say she wasn't going to or she just didn't she just didn't oh that's weird yeah. see that's weird why was she giving him the wipe it was just kind of a random she didn't have her purse with her oh okay she's supposed to get a wipe candace okay well <laughs> um he won't get into the box what's kevin he's scared of the breeding bunnies <laughs> he stabs natalie he can't get into the box the second time with Torini on the stage when he's down in the basement 
And he's like, oh, God, I'm going to die down here. And she's like, that's right. We're going to stick you in that furnace and we're going to burn you alive. And he's like, I was talking about the soot. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, he won't take the key from the mouth of Tanya. Uh, Candace. Out of 10 Abracadorfmans, what are you going with? 7 out of 10. Why? Three of them, monk. Regular monk. I give them a three out of ten this episode. Four of them are for the very end scene. Whenever he's being, he literally has a chance to escape from this entire, although it was a stupid plan by Tanya, he has a chance to escape. She's giving him the key and he spits it out and compromises both of them. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Mine is out of ten... Abracadorfmans. I'm giving him three. Oh, wow. That's what I did before I changed it. <laughs> Such a liar. That's what I did. Well, then, wh- I, well, I gave him three for not taking the key. But in all the other ones, the wipes, he always uses a wipe. And so he didn't have one. So he used Natalie. He wouldn't get in the box. Duh, he wouldn't get in the box. The breeding bunnies is just, that was just random. Like, it wasn't like... He was just grossed out by the bunnies. He stabbed Natalie on accident. Like it was mm-hmm. an accident. He dying from the soot and not taking the key. Those are the craziest things. Dying from the soot is not that bad, but the key was a whole four for me. I could, I mean, I could see that. That was psychotic. From an outsider. What do you mean, outsider's perspective? Is that not how we're grading this? No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's why I gave him no. three. I put. For not taking the key, strange to an outsider. Because if say if Na- say if that was Natalie, I don't even, I don't even look. If that was Natalie, it. like if Natalie was doing that, she's not an outsider. She would never have tried to give Mister Monk a key with her mouth. So what? That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. We're talking about from an outsider's perspective, how we do all the time. Like that is you're correct. That's how we grade it. I would have rated it a zero. Oh, not a zero, a one. Like, I would have rated oh. it a one for, like, Monk wasn't that crazy. Of course he wasn't going to take a key from a lady's mouth. Of course. Monk would not do that. But she didn't know that. So that's crazy to an outsider. Like, why isn't this guy taking this key from my mouth? So I gave him some points for that. I'm just saying, I'm giving him a three. You're giving him an eight, which is really high. So. I gave him a seven. Oh, you did? Oh, three plus set four, you're right. Yeah. Math. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Final segment. Rate this episode. Okay, Noah, it's your turn to go first because oh. I got to choose. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Or do I oh. want you to be convinced by me this time? I want you to convince me, Candace, convince me. But do you have a number? Yes. I just don't, I'm not the best at explanations. And, and it's not as awkward if I slip in a, oh, well, I put a this out of 10. Instead of me going, well, uh, I added this out of 10. And then you go, okay. Well, I really like the cinematic themes of this episode, you know? I quite enjoyed this episode. <laughs> I feel like this is the best villain we've seen for some time. Probably since the genius. The inherent mystery of magic lended to the monk mystery. I liked the how did he do it aspect, which is some of the best monk episodes, in my opinion, is how the person did it, 
and the other the the phone line i i didn't mind it this episode really did it for me and r.i.p kevin dorfman i'm going with a 10.875 wow 10.875 i don't hate it i think this episode was a little gimmicky if you ask me okay it was a little gimmicky. I do like when they do the gimmicks, though, with the genius, and it's like, well, I'm playing chess, and then let's do this checkmate. Oh, you just got owned. Like, uh-huh. you know, I don't really... Like abracadabra. I, yeah, I don't love that, but I think they did it well because Kevin... I think they did it well because, like, you know, it was better than checkmate at the end. It was like a abracadorfman because, you know, it, it just had higher stakes, like you said earlier, with uh, Kevin, and yeah. I don't like the gimmicks, but Kevin kind of raised it up. So, eight. Two eights in a row this week because I don't like the submarine, and I accidentally rated the submarine super high, and so now I just have to make sure everything's above the submarine. What did you rate the submarine? Seven. Isn't that a really high? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm not proud of that at all. But I said 6.5. Yeah. So it wasn't that far off, but... I, I debated also giving this one a nine because it I don't good. I don't think I've handed out any other nines that I can remember except for like like an even nine. I've done nine point seven fives and stuff, but uh-huh. like an even nine. I think it was Mr. Muck and the Miracle is the one that we both gave it a nine. Which had the hobos and them dressed up like monks. But that one was whoa, that one was whoa, funnier whoa, than this what one are you though. What do you mean? Hobos dressed up like monks? No, it had hobos, and they dressed up like monks. Like, Monk, Natalie, and Stottlemyre dressed up like monks. My brain just had a seizure. Are you, don't understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? Captain Stottlemyre. Oh, you just said hobos dressed up like monks. No. And Captain Stottlemyre, Natalie, and Randy, monks dressed up like monks. Oh my gosh, these are two separate sentences. Okay, there was hobos in that episode, period. I, I remember that. Also, I, I, okay, I remember they the dressed up like monks. I remember monks. the episode. Okay, thank you. But they didn't dress up like... Monk dressed up like a monk. Natalie and Stottlemyre were all monks. They snuck into the... Stottlemyre did not dress like a monk. He, he was, was a, monk. a monk. Okay, for Golly. a day, he was a monk. Jeez. And then his hair, head was shaved? His beard, his mustache. His mustache was shaved. Yeah. And then it wasn't. I remember that. And then, you know what we didn't talk about in that episode? We did not talk about the summation... Where Monk was like, here's what happened. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about summation in this one either. And then there was, there was no summation, was there? Well, uh, yeah, when he started and he said, here's what happened. And the guy's yeah, like, but that was it. Yeah, he just explained it. Oh, I think yeah. he explained in the, it. In the basement. Yeah, afterwards. But in the yeah. miracle, because then remember Monk is like, here's what happened. Because they're singing and then Natalie comes in and is like. He wanted to do... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's so bad. That was we didn't talk about that. That was uh, so bad. So, so I think oh. somebody made a comment about it on YouTube and was like, oh my gosh, it was so funny when oh. Natalie was a monk. And I was like, oh Lies. my gosh, we didn't even Liar. talk about that. Oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Sorry, YouTube. YouTube bugs. YouTube frogs. We should call them YouTube frogs. Because I like frogs. YouTube nationers. YouTube Nation. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Junk Monk vlog. I'm a vlogger. I don't know what I'm talking about, um, Candace. A minute ago, your voice went pretty deep. You were 
mimicking somebody and you were like me yeah no <laughs> it's so funny because ever since you were little your voice has been super deep i know that's what everyone tells me <laughs> i'm sure you'll look back at this just... podcast in a couple years and be like oh my gosh i sound like a little a little grown man a little, a little male oh no no man shorty <laughs> what what <laughs> no Man, I should have brought my cards to do magic tricks. <laughs> I showed them to my nephew the other day. He was amazed. The little one? Yeah, he's like seven. And I was like... He's seven? Yeah. He's almost seven in April. He's six and a half. Same. Well... You wrap it up. We're pretty close to April, so not a half, okay. but yeah. Six and... <laughs> Only the little kids say in a half. Six and... Seven eighths. Okay, God. Okay, chill out. Ten twelfths. Yeah, it's ten twelfths. Idiot! You just said seventh. Oh, wait. What's divided by two divided by two? Five, five and seven. Six. Five, six. Oh, five, six. Idiot! <laughs> okay, Different. guys. That was Mr. Monk and the Magician. Really? Next week. You know what next week is? Mr. Monk and the Homeless Man. Uh, it, no, it's the season finale. Oh, yeah. What? I accidentally watched a little bit of it. What? Why I are did. you so... No, I only watched, like, the first, like, ten seconds of it, and it was so good, guys. I'm so excited. Guys, so basically, they're tearing down this one part of the city, but it's where Trudy died. Bum, bum, bum. Spoiler alert. To be good. Did you not remember that? Well, I didn't know what the episode was. It was Mr. Munkin City Council. Oh, thanks for telling me now. Okay, you're welcome. Golly. So basically, it's about... Okay, what? (laughs) You're going to read the synopsis next week anyway, so... No, please, no. Oh, well, I get to choose. I like this new thing. (laughs) You get rewarded for doing your job? Awesome, I love it. Oh my gosh. I love it too. It's the best. But yeah, it's going to be great next week. It's a great, like, I haven't watched it. I've actually like the first minute. Okay. And I saw, I saw Monk because they're like, there's a dude in here. Oh God. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, expo- oh my gosh. He watched the end too, guys. <laughs> Stick around here in the whole episode Trudy on this episode. comes back. Oh my gosh. You're literally the worst. It was a joke. Okay, guys, before this gets out of control. <gasps> it actually happens, guys. Okay. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so stupid. Busted. Busted. Goodness. What? This is our second to last season finale. I know. It's really sad. Oh it's my so gosh. sad. I'm excited. We're going to have to pull out all the stops. What are we doing? Tell them the stops, Candace. Oh, Tell wait. them. Wait, we'll pull the st- them out. Um, well, I don't really have any stops. I was what? kind of exaggerating. <laughs> what the crap? I have no stops. <laughs> I'm all out of stops. It's a figure of speech, guys. <laughs> I was pulling out the stops with like the whole do we continue thing, and then you stopped, you kept on talking. Like, you mean I kept st- interrupting you into not telling everybody what, the I whole didn't, episode? I didn't watch it. I literally told you the first minute. I want to watch it. Can we and watch a little it bit after the credits. Right after this, we have to go. I have to go home. Yeah. Uh, the one time you want to watch an episode. Oh my gosh! I'm so excited. It looks so good. I'm gonna watch Whoa. it by myself as soon as you leave. All right, guys. Rambling is done. People who did not watch 
last episode, I'm gonna be so confused. Like, well, hopefully you're watching it in order, guys. Don't yeah, be weird. What the crap. <laughs> <laughs> that was so aggressive. Twinkies all over again. Bro, what the? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And then I shoved the male teacher. Okay, Abracadorfin. <laughs> that's how, that's how we'll end it. Abracadorfin. We'll say it on three. Abracadorfman! Hey guys, thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.